0: Peace to the goddesses, peace to the gods. This is another episode of Convos with Living Legends. I'm the God, God with many visions. Um, today is a very, very beautiful day. First and foremost, let me give a shout out to our, our previous guests. Our previous guests, we had we had the wonderful, um, how would I call this young man, this young God, man, Shelby. He came in on the check-in, man. It was a dope episode. Um, I truly appreciate the brother. For coming in on the check-in, you know what I mean. Hope to have him back on sometime down the road. But today we have a very special guest. Um, this brother. Um, I can literally say I've known this brother for a long time, but I didn't know him for a long time. But the way we've connected, he's been a brother for quite some time for me. You know what I mean? And and it's and it's deeper than that. So, you know, today, my brother, please introduce yourself and tell him a little bit about yourself, my
1: Yeah, so my name is Alex, grew up in the Brooklyn area. Okay. Flatbush. To be known. You the bush. Know, same same neighborhood as you grew up in as, as well. And um right now my occupation, I'm an electrical supervisor for the New York City Transit System.
0: Man, talk that talk. MTA, even though y'all be yeah, you. shout out you to know, dog.
1: come from a background of trades and college education. And I relied on the trades to push me forward, which I felt like learning how to use your hands in. Any capacity in regards to performing work, I think is a great tool to have because it can open up doors for you. Where certain doors might close for you because of politics or your skin color or limitations, they can never stop their hands from working. Even my doctor told me that, as long as you know how to use your hands, you'll always be able to feed yourself.
0: back back true words, true words, true words. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, first and foremost, my brother, congrats mm-hmm. yet again on your nuptials with your beautiful wife. Shout out, Thank to, you. Shout out to the goddess herself. You know what I mean? Thank you. Hopefully a baby should be coming soon. We should be having yeah. some baby news soon. But, you know, I digress. But, you know, shout out to you guys once again. But first and foremost, what I would like to know is what, what got you into the trade of being an electrician? What, what was it about electricity or electrical work that, you know, that made you go into that field?
1: Um, Ever since being a kid, I can remember going back to being five, six years old in kindergarten, I've always had love for construction. Seeing the construction workers working, the way they're maneuvering, using machines, using power tools, so that always caught my attention. Um, How I got into electrical work is very funny. When I was attending William E. Grady High School, when I actually applied for the school, I applied for electronics. The reason I applied for electronics is because I had a few toys that weren't working. And when I opened up, you know, whatever toy it was, I opened it up and I seen a circuit board. I didn't know how to work on a circuit board. So I said, you know what? Since electronics is provided at the school, I will actually apply for electronics program. But the digits for the electronics program and the electrical program are the same except the last digit. The, di- the number that I put on my applications for electrical work. So I get to high school, my first day sitting there, introduction to Electrical 101, training to be electrician. I said, no, that's not what the program I applied for. I'm going to leave. And something told me stick with it. As I stayed with the program and years went by, I just fell in love with the electrical work, just designing a whole electric board, a whole circuit from start to finish, bending the pipes and working on motors and working on panels, something that i grew and i love and i stuck with it so that's how my introduction to electric being electrician started by a mistake that end up being a passion i wouldn't say yeah probably was my calling yeah you
0: find you you because think about it you said since as a child you know what i mean this is something that always intrigued your interest so you know mm-hmm. what if what if, as a child, you just follow and sign that you know that you never knew was a passion, but you know now, shit, your passion is what's feeding you.
1: Exactly, and I come from a family of tradesmen as well, so that also I also want to include that in there too.
0: So, is it, you know, um, you know, like they say, you teach a man to fish, and he can eat for a lifetime. And, Correct. And you, you, you know, because you know, if the people don't know who's listening. Me and this brother Alex, y'all already know I'm Haitian. Alex is Haitian as well. And, and, You're and, hearing some of the words I say. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> 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 and, 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 and in our culture, um, trades is is, is is trades is a huge thing. You know, there was a there was a time where trades wasn't. You didn't get that much value. But as time went on, going to trade school was was becoming a very reputable reputable thing in our culture. 'Cause people in that culture started to realize that trades actually give you a good living. You know what I mean? Trades could pay for a good living. So, mm-hmm. you know, all that being said, why 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 would it why is it important that these schools teach our babies about these trades? Cause I really don't see what they're teaching our babies nowadays.
1: I think it's important because I feel that trades add structure to your life. It adds confidence. It also gives you a sense of direction because college is not for everybody. I went to college. I went to college route and I have my bachelor's in business and I worked in the business world, but I wasn't able to find my niche until I relied back on my skills of being a tradesman and electrician have I found my way. I think that trades give you the freedom to build what you feel like you want to build. It's like an artist, an artist who paints. When he paints, he's putting on the canvas an image that is bestowed in his mind that he portrays it and relays it onto the canvas. I feel like with the trades, whatever you feel like you want to build, you can't.
0: No, that is, um, that is definitely true. I would have to agree. No,
1: I was like, yeah, you're an artist. So I feel like a tradesman, you're an artist. And you're here, whether you want to run, you know, hot only you want to run pipes into the bathroom, electricity to the basement. You want to sheetrock an attic. You're an artist. And I think that you can use your imaginations to build whatever you want. I think that it adds structure and it gives confidence to the individual that learn how to perform the particular trade. And I think that a lot of us we need to go back to learning how to use our hands, even if that's not your bread and butter. But knowing how to fix things and put things together, I think that that's something that a lot of young brothers need to learn how to do. It will take your mind off trying to go out there and commit crimes and and and, and cause harm to other people. Because most of those brothers who live in that lifestyle will tell you it's because I don't have an outlet. Sometimes shooting a basketball saying rhymes over a beat, you understand, or acting in front of a screen might not be for you. That is true. You know, here comes something where you can learn and apply it to everyday life. And once you learn the trade, you could run your own business. This gives you a chance to be an entrepreneur. And I think that, you know, for example, I'm going to go deep. Selling drugs. I'm not going to work for the white man. But people don't understand. When you hear rules that say I can't work for the white man, right, that's the that's the narrative that a lot of blacks like to portray. Let's talk about the street dudes out of hustling. Yo, I'm going to push this. I'm going to sell this, right? What they don't understand is the game is deeper than what they know because you're still working for the white man because who is the cartel? Who's the distributor? It's the white man. You <laughs> understand? <laughs> so you're still working for the white man. And once you're pushing, you have to sell everything you have to pay back you was fronted right yes but that's it, but but that's on an entrepreneurial mindset I'm gonna take something and I'm gonna make it work for me now you learn this trade you can't do the same thing it can't tell being the base heads and the crackheads and the drug clients are individuals who want to have their home renovated having an issue plumbing electrical. Whatever it is inside the home, a dwelling, a commercial space, industrial space, you yourself can now create a contract and say, "Listen, I can't do this for you, and I'm going to tell you when I want to work and how much I'm going to charge you." You thus, you right then and there, you're an entrepreneur, and you're doing it in a legal manner. You don't have to worry about looking left and right and jumping over fences and hiding and trying to beat the judge.
0: Nah, I'm going to have to cooperate with you with that, brother, because um, um, how you call it. A while back, I would say a decade plus. I think this was after my bid when I got out. Um, I was working with my homie's my homie's father. And when I say this guy could put a house together in a heartbeat mm-hmm. and the way he does it. I worked with this dude on a few homes. I think this was mm-hmm. the, sum of, the sum of 11. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I worked with this dude. This dude. When I say he's a fucking magician. Magician. I feel like it's this it disservice just calling him a magician because he's bigger than that. So um, okay. I learned a lot from this brother, but it, it's been over a decade since I last worked on a home. So, you know, mm-hmm. as you already know, my homie, um, Gene. Yes. Me and him created a business and our business in, entails is purchasing homes, you know what I mean? Putting them together, either flipping them or keeping them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so... I told this. I told Gene Yo get bigger, get bigger jobs. You know what I mean? Because I'm gonna come down and help. He didn't want to believe me. He's like, Nah, I don't want to. Because he was doing like small little jobs here and there. Now I'm like, Now nah, get the bigger jobs. So earlier this year, he hit me up. We got the first big job for the company. I'm telling you, when I got back to doing what I used to do, what I used to do with my homies. i um, OG. I'm hey, um, shout out to Mike. And I'm doing these home renovations. I'm like, yo, it was like muscle memory, but not only that, I'm learning. I learned from one OG magician, right? Now I'm yeah. learning from my brother Gene, and Gene is becoming a magician. Mm-hmm. With, you know what I mean? So I'm like, wow. And to 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 do these home renovations, it's such an art because you have to literally visualize how you're gonna put that, <laughs> how you're gonna put this room together. You gotta visualize how you're gonna put this wall together. You gotta visualize how you're gonna put this this tub together, this sink together, you know? Yes. And like you said, it is an art. And and it's an art that I I fell in love with because not only I fell in love with using my hands, knowing that I could feed myself off of it, is the fact that I can put something together. I could use my imagination to put something together and I ain't getting paid. For my my ingenuity with my hands, and not only that, mm-hmm. I got to give you a shout out because you showed me the electrical part. Your brother, what you taught me, I was able to help my homie wire up um fourteen outlets in his crib. Wow, he didn't want to do it, so I told my brother, man, I'm like, y'all was about to give him a charge. I'm like, nah, I know, I know you got flowers. Let me get some flowers. I got you, mm-hmm. man, and it worked out. <laughs> It's still working. <laughs> See that? And thanks to you, my brother. If it wasn't for you, that's a talent I wouldn't have. And it was such a simple. It was a. It, to me, it's huge. But to you, it was so simple. It was so minute. But to me, what you showed me is huge, because it was the first time me learning it. But this is something it's secondhand nature for you. You could probably do that in your sleep. You see what I'm saying, so I'm grateful you taught me that little thing. That little thing propelled me to help others,
1: and I'm happy you said that. I believe in the slogan "Each one teach one." Now, mind you, I'm just a bare human being, right? Whatever I have, whatever I accomplish on Earth, when my time goes, when my time so, when my time comes, I don't take that with me.
0: No, that's a right. Fact.
1: So why not teach others? You see, the thing with us Blacks is we're so fearf- we're so fearful of competition and that this person could do better than me. No. If you're le- what you're doing, no one could ever take that away from you. You understand? Unless you give that away. So for me, when I met you and, you know, you guys were putting up the sheetrock and with the electrical, you said you always want to learn electrical. I said, let me show you the basics of electricity. Simple. How to wire, outlet, and a switch. Then I told you that, you know, as we do more jobs, I'll show you how to troubleshoot and gain all the skills I have. I don't mind teaching. That's the point. I struggled and learned. So now my thing is to help others learn without the struggle. Make it easier for the next individual. You flourish. That's how you build a village. Facts. A village is not owned by one person. When we look at TVs, you see a king. Yeah, the king, yeah, he owns, he runs, he owns this and he runs that. But he has a whole staff with him. That helps him. The president don't run the country by himself. Yeah, that's that's cool. why he elect different officials, right? right? For different sectors and everything. So we have to think the same way. Like me building you up helped you, helped your brother out in time of need when he needed to wire up 14 outlets. Thus saving him money from having to hire a power you know, because, you know, in this business, we have people who don't have scruples and and are honest and have morals. So you there helped him and it's going to come back to
0: you. The blessing will come back to you. Oh, no, because of course, you know why? Because you gave me a blessing. mm -hmm. Your blessing, the way you blessed me, I was able to bless someone else. You know what I mean? And I'm I'm truly grateful for that, brother, because you wasn't obligated to do that, but but you did it nonetheless. So yeah. you gave me you gave me something that's gonna last me a last me a lifetime. Yes. You gave me something that's gonna last me a lifetime. And I'm really appreciative of that. Like I'm seeing I'm seeing that you remember once upon a time they used to have trades in high school. But mm-hmm. they took them. they took those curriculums out. And I think that's that's uh, what's the word? I, I'm trying to re- remain politically um You know, public. Let me just come out with it. I think it's bullshit what they did. You know, I mean, them pulling out, pulling out um, these these sort of curriculums out of out of that the schools. Because I remember when I went into high school, I'm showing my age, but they had trades. Mm -hmm. They had trades, but now our babies can't find trades. No, in these same schools, and to me, I think that's BS because, like, our babies. What are you teaching them? You're literally not teaching them nothing. You don't teach them how to pay bills. No. You you don't you don't you don't you don't teach them how to how to become better humans.
1: Nope.
0: You don't teach them how to you don't you don't prep them how to deal with their emotions. Nope. No, they don't. But you you feeding them a whole bunch of lies. You, you you feed them a whole bunch of lies, especially in history in the history wow like I seen a video where Tom Hanks said he didn't find out about Tulsa the Tulsa the um the Tulsa massacre, the Tulsa, um, the Tulsa massacre um, Black Wall Street massacre until um, like a, a decade ago that's the first time and he said at the time he, he was in his mid-50s you hear that? <laughs> in his mid-50s so you know like please teach our babies something something yes. that they could use in life. Because what y'all teaching them ain't it. No. It ain't it. You know what I mean? And I just feel bad for our babies because, you know, they don't comprehend. But it's our job to help, to aid them to comprehend. Yes. But they cannot see, you know. Yes, agree. I'll ask you this, though. You know, mm-hmm. you know, us you know us you know i mean you know pushing our 40s right if not in our 40s right Mm -hmm. what would you tell the younger you like say like 10 year what would you tell the 10-year-old alex right and what would the 10-year-old alex tell you at this current moment
1: that's a very excellent question so
0: me being 38 years old just turned 38 yesterday Oh, um, more blessings, more life, more everything More prosperity, more wisdom, infinite life my G. Thank you,
1: thank you, appreciate it What I would have told a 10 year old Alex I would have told him Don't feed into too much of what society is portraying to you No matter what you like And how weird people make you feel about what you like Stay with it Don't go off your path And at the same time, you're going to see a lot of darkness in this world. But remember, there's a balance. With darkness, there must be light. Light has to come. It's not dark forever. There will be rain clouds that will come above your head. But remember, rain clouds, they have to move because they have other territories to water. It doesn't last forever. Don't let that make you into the angry individual you became as your team. That caused you to lose a lot of opportunities because of your anger. And forgive your father. Yes, parents divorced and your father wasn't there. Get that anger out of your system. Because it's going to affect you as you get older. And it's going to affect the relationships you have with individuals. Get that out of your system to leave that door open for you because you're a very bright young person. And what would the 10-year-old would have told me? Where is my father?
0: Mm.
1: Yikes! And I would have told him, just look above the clouds; he's there. Because your father that you're looking for is your father's father, God. Put yeah. your trust in the
0: Almighty. True words. True words. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? How 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 has it been for you dealing with? You know, dealing with these things, like because this is—I don't want to divert too much, but how has it it been for you in life, dealing? You know, I mean, knowing, not knowing, your father's not being around.
1: It was tough in the beginning. It was hard. I blame myself for a lot of things. I felt like I didn't have anybody to protect me. But it also built strength and it built understanding. And to be quite honest with you. A lot of mistakes that a lot of, I'm gonna say, us in the urban epi- in the urban environment, especially with our young brothers, what we do is we don't respect our fathers. So for me, as much flack as I gave him, I came to the realization at 27 that my father left Haiti and moved to Florida at the age of 21. At 21, I was still at home with mommy. You understand? Yeah, My father created a family by the time he was 30 and was working, taking care of his family. But that he had to face that I know nothing of, that he failed. But I'm at an age where I'm dissing him, but I have yet to even surpass him. Having a degree did not make me surpass my father. So when I learned to respect that I have yet to surpass him and walk in his shoes, I can't judge the man. And that's what made that built character and made me who I am today. From 27 and on, I no longer judge him. I pray for his forgiveness, I ask God to forgive him. I was like, I will I want to do better than what he has done. But even if I accomplish what he has accomplished at 21 and accomplish it later, it doesn't matter to me. Cause at the end of the day, I'm gonna be here just to still accomplish my goal. My thing is accomplish what I said I could accomplish before my eyes close. You see, this conversation is gonna be deep because I hold passionate to my heart. I hold close to my heart. I'm very passionate about overcoming obstacles, brother. You understand? Overcoming obstacles. You know, you say give flowers to me, but I also want to give flowers to you. When I met you, I could tell that you had obstacles that you were trying to overcome. And anything I could have done to help you, so you want to know that you're going to help you overcome the obstacles, because we face a lot of obstacles that sometimes we can't overcome. That's But sometimes we just got to dig deep and believe in ourselves. And that's why I say sometimes The trades might help because sometimes the trades might help an individual who don't believe in himself anymore. It might help him dig deep and find love for himself and belief in himself that he can accomplish or she can accomplish. Because trades is not based on sex. It's not based on what you claim to be. Sex is based upon no, sorry, trades is based upon your skill level and what you want to learn. You could be a woman and be an electrician. You could be a man and be an electrician. You don't have to be a hardcore individual and learn how to use tools. It has nothing to do with masculinity and femininity. It's about skill. For me, to be honest with you, a woman taught me how to use power tools. Yeah, <laughs> You understand?
0: So it's not based on sex, bro. Trust me. You see these women doing these do-it-yourselves projects. They don't need no man to do these projects. Better. Sometimes they do it better than men. Trust exactly, me. Exactly, bro, because they take they, they take their time. Us men, mm-hmm. we we so confident we know we could do it with our eyes closed. We, we we skip we skip a few steps. These, mm-hmm. these wonderful ladies, they take their time. They go through the whole process. They stay patient with themselves, and they come out with a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. They come out with a masterpiece. So, you know, to me, like you said earlier, when you were art, when you artist, because I'm an artist, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not an artist who draws, but I'm an artist in in many other levels because as a writer, I'm an artist. You know what I mean? As a creator, I'm an artist. So as an artist, what a lot of people don't realize, you have to take your time Mm -hmm. in in your creation. You can't rush your creation. When you rush that creation, then, you know what I mean, where's the essence? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You're missing out on the true essence. You know, you're missing out on the true essence has it you know with with all that right and mm-hmm. it's fair to say you've been in you've been in this industry over a decade now right correct all right so throughout this decade plus you you've been delving into this trade of uh, the wonderful world of as an electrician you know how yeah. have you seen things look for, um what what are factors that hold our people back from gaining and getting these wonderful jobs
1: it's a uh... Okay, it's, it's a lot of factors I could say one the lack of tr- available training you don't have a lot of schools out there that provide electrical training and those that do are not advertised that's one two Um, I would say that a lot of people are not into manual labor and working hard working with their hands a lot of people want to get money the easy way that's so, you'll have individuals, and this is a personal experience for me. I have individuals that said they wanted to learn electrical work, and I told them I have a job coming up. Come work with me. I'm hearing all kinds of excuses. So, <laughs> a lot of us, we live on excuses, right? So, I want to learn to be electrician, but I don't want to learn to be electrician. Understand? Yep. For you to learn, you have to come and you gotta be in the source. You gotta be. You got to be on the construction site, or you got to work with an individual who's doing a job, or whatever, or at a residential, commercial. A lot of people don't want to do that. Nope. It's more like instant gratification, and with the social media, um, going on, people would rather show you that you know what, I'm I'm touching high voltage, just to get the likes, but won't touch the like, won't touch the light, won't touch the live voltage, because, like an electrician, they don't want to be a like, meaning that. I'm kind of rhyming it, so they will do it for likes, like, okay, the thumbs up on the social media site, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, or whatever, TikTok, but for them to actually put the gloves on and actually go in there and do the work, they don't want to do it because there's no gratification for them in doing getting the job done. So it's what they value. All, a lot of people look at what's going on with the lifestyle of Rich and Famous, these celebrities, Come out with, I am i don't mean to judge, forgive me, but come out with whack music, with a catchy hook beat, and pushing luxurious vehicles and living a luxurious lifestyle. So then they think that's all they got to do. And electrician is not going to give you that lifestyle. A plum won't give me that lifestyle of shit. Even being a CEO won't give you that kind of lifestyle. So they see, listen, if I can't get this kind of lifestyle, then this job is not for me. But not noticing that all of that is the program that's been built in years of testing on the minorities to keep us where we at. Not knowing that that kind of lifestyle is that car is rented, them jewelry is not his, them chicks don't like him. He buying, he's buying everything, and he's gonna go broke doing that. But having a uh, nice job whether it's a trades or whether you're the corporate world whether you're the medical field and earning an honest living where well, you might not be able to get the Maybach but you could get a nice BMW you might not have the house in the hills but you can have a little nice house in a nice neighborhood that's boring to them because it's what's been built in their mind they pay too much to social media and what's advertised to them advertising is the next thing that's taking a lot of um, um, that's influencing the youth and seeing the bigger picture. You understand?
0: So Man, trust me, I know all too well,
1: brother. So that's what it is. So it's more like how we, as, you know, all the gentlemen can get the youth to see, like, that's not realistic. That's not real what they're telling you. Because they will see a Drake and they'll see a young gun and they'll see, like, a little baby and thinking that success—that success. That's success. But they don't understand there was a thousand drigs that didn't make it through the doors, a thousand young gunners that didn't make it through the doors, a thousand little babies that didn't make it through the door. You understand?
0: They don't want to hear that. Facts, 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 brother. You know what I mean? Like, what's so funny, I'm not big on manual labor, right? I'm not big on it. Nobody, honestly, nobody. I mean, nobody is. Nobody
1: wants to go and break their back for eight hours. Come on, no, no, decision, nobody, nobody want to
0: do that. No, that really, really, it's not even eight hours. It's more than that because when you're doing home renovation, you really don't have no set time. You see what I'm saying? There's mm-hmm. no, there's no set time. How long you on the job? How long you on? There's never really a set time, but mm-hmm. really and truly, like me doing it, I actually fell in love with it because I mm-hmm. guess. It's me, you know. I'm wisening up, you know. What I mean, I'm working with with things with myself, and I'm seeing, I'm seeing the value in so many things. Something I wouldn't have seen if I was younger. But while working, I'm enjoying it. it, it it's fun. The only thing I don't like about it is the um, the business that me and Froggy and we in the clientele business, and uh. that's not ooh, Lord.
1: That's another topic for another day, bro.
0: Another day, <laughs> another day, man. I'm telling you, these clients ain't, ooh, Lord, you—they make you work. They make you work, but nonetheless, I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I I enjoy it just to to see I can I can wire up an outlet. You know what I mean? I can I can put, I can sheetrock. I can plaster. You know what I mean? I can paint these small things. Yeah, to other people, it's like, eh, what the hell is that? But to me, I have a business. And as as a business owner, this was my business talent, And I'm able to do that. And I'm getting paid for it. And I'm doing quality work where the client appreciates what, we, what me and my business partner did. And, man, what more could you ask for, brother? And, listen, you helped us out a lot, especially with the last job. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I digress on the client. She was one. I digress, but <laughs> you know what I mean? That that To me, that was a beautiful experience for the things that we've learned through that mm-hmm. job, you know? Mm-hmm. A beautiful, beautiful experience. But nonetheless, you know, I ask you this. What would you tell young men and young women, like, if you had the chance, the opportunity? Because you said a lot. In this conversation, if you had the chance, the opportunity, and you were speaking to a group of young men and young women, what advice would you give them in regards to coming into this industry, coming into this field? How would you how would you advertise to them that it that is worth it to them?
1: Okay. Challenging question, you put me on the spot. I'm gonna do my best to answer that. <laughs> so individuals if I was to sit down or stand in front. A group of young individuals and tell them about this industry, I will just be straight up with them. I would be like, You're not going to become a millionaire doing this job. So if you think you're going to become a millionaire and the things that you see on TV through learning in any trades, it's not for you. Earn a modest living and have freedom of. Freedom of having a peace of mind. This is for you. If you're somebody who you love hearing the sounds of power tools, you love, you know, breaking things down and putting them together, you love starting from scratch and building something and see how well you could challenge yourself to get it to build to the specs that you see in front of you, this is for you. If you're somebody who want to be able to not only earn a modest living, nine to five, seventy whatever hours they give you, but then could take those same skills and apply it to your own life. Where if you're a plumber, you don't need to call a plumber to come fix anything in your house; you could do it yourself. Electrician, carpenter, sheetrock, mason, whatever it is that you want to do, these skills they go on with you forever. Thanks, and. The main thing is the freedom that you have and being able to do do the job the way that you want to do it. There is going to be rules. You got to follow the city codes and the state codes and the federal codes and whatnot. But they can't tell you how to bend that pipe. They can't tell you how to uh, sweat that pipe. They can't tell you how to cut that sheetrock. All that is on you. If you enjoy the freedom of just being out there in the elements and working with your hands and this is what you desire Take the chance, take the leap of faith. You don't wait to leave you. Top contractors and construction managers and project managers, they started off as tradesmen. They built on that skill and they learned the business side and they no longer use their hands. They hired people to work for them. But guess what? Push come to shop. If they need to pick up a tool and 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 fix something or put something together, they could still do it. Can lead to so many opportunities for me for you. Because if you go to school right now, you're going to acquire debt or you're going to acquire debt doing a four-year degree, right? You could become an apprentice and learn and move up the ranks without acquiring debt. I'm like, that's something that they advertised to me when I graduated high school and I was going to Local 3. I said, no, I'd rather go get a degree. I did that, but I struggled a lot of years trying to find my way. And I still found my way back into electrical field. So take the chance and don't be scared. Don't let fear dictate your future. That's all i tell them. Don't let fear dictate your future. If you want to be an iron worker, you want to be a plumber, you want to be a rigger, you want to be a bricklayer, if this is what you're passionate about, trust me, your passion will lead to an enormous amount of success as long as you respect what you're doing and you push yourself forward. People who enter the trades and don't go far are those that are complacent with what they're doing. As long as you're never complacent and you always push the boundaries to be the best that you can be, trust me, you'll have clients with an abundance amount of money that you just to work for them privately and you can make a living off of them only. It opens up a lot of doors for you. So take the chance and don't be scared. But, always, but still... At the same time, as you're doing your trades and you're doing the work that you want to do with your hands, never forget to educate yourself and put knowledge. Also stand in front of a crowd of young individuals and tell them why they should pursue the trades. I would tell them straight up that, honestly, resources for us minorities is limited. And sometimes we got to find a way to break that chain to give us more opportunities. I'm like, the trades is one. You know, not everybody could be a doctor, not everybody could be a lawyer. not everybody could be what else? like a business individual, a business person, an entrepreneur. But learning the trades will help you in your life in the sense of having a stable job and being able to feed for yourself, feed yourself and feed your family as well. You're not going to become rich. You're not going to become a millionaire doing a trade job. to be honest with you. If that's what you're expecting, then no. If you want to be a millionaire and you want to, you know, live the lavish lifestyle, this is not for you. But if you're somebody who want to have a modest lifestyle and having a decent, nice car, a nice square footage in regards to having a home and a plot of land, this is for you. And there's so much that you can do with this particular job work for an employer and you're a an electrician, a plumber, a carpenter, yada, yada. And you could get side business as well. Because nothing can stop you from having a side business. As long as it doesn't interfere with your work hours. You understand? That's a so fact. Big got, dog look
0: at you. Yeah.
1: It doesn't interfere. As long as I'm not on the clock, it doesn't dictate what I do in my personal life. Yeah,
0: Because if, if, if you wasn't able to do that, you wouldn't have been able to teach me. No. That wonderful skill, like, look. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was able to apply that skill elsewhere, which is so dope to me. Mm-hmm. You know, which is so dope to me. Like, man, like, man, I rate you, brother. You know, what I mean, uh, I put you in high regards, man. Because just something so small, you you did it with so ease, with such ease shown me. Took your time. You know what I mean? And I appreciate exactly. you for that, my brother.
1: You're welcome, man. Like I said, you also taught me a lot, but what you taught me will be another convo because you also, I feel like you should get your flowers too. I said that earlier. You understand? Like, for you to, for someone like you to come from, where you came from and what you face and struggles, for you to sit back and push other brothers to be a better version of themselves, that takes a lot of love and courage because certain individuals, once they fail in life, everybody else should fail too. Oh, no. But you're like, I failed. You're not failing, brother. Not on my watch. And that's the energy you gave me. That's what even pushed me to be like, you know what? I'm going to keep you close by because a lot of us don't show each other that that much love. As black men, we walk down, we would train and hate each other like, yo, he's your opposition. He's your enemy. And that same individual would help you give you the shirt off his back if that's the last shirt that he has to help you but we won't see that because we have this negative aura about black men they say the white man right sees us as enemies and sees us as beasts but we see each other the same way (laughs) you understand so it's like it's psychological so it's only right that when i meet a brother that has a positive mindset I'm gonna latch on and yes, I got you. So, you want to learn electrical? I showed you. Now, you definitely, and did. I told you there's the more jobs that we do, the more challenges there'll be. And
0: uh, I'll point that you want to be at. Now, that's a fact. And trust, we got there's much more work for us to do together because, um, the way I look at it, like you just said earlier, and I'm gonna I'm say something you know, when it comes to us, you know. We, we we look at each other like the white man would, right? But mm-hmm. when it comes to them, we look at them like the white man would. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. So, so either way, what lens are we looking from? Are we are we truly looking at are we truly looking at each other from our own lens or from their lens? From their lens. I'm gonna be honest, their lens. Clearly, because there's no way I see I see you as a beast, or I see you mm-hmm. as an enemy. Mm-hmm. There's no way. Mm-hmm. Someone had to put that in my mind, because, or in my eyes, you know, formulate. Because you know, sometimes someone can help formulate an idea in your mind. And even though you see that the the sun is the sun is bright orange, you would think the sun is blue. Mm-hmm. You did ask, argue, and say that the sun is blue. Or the, exactly. You know, so I don't know. We, I just feel like we could do better. Like you said, for the babies, you know, this is a. This, this, I'm not gonna say it's modest to a point because there's a lot of there's a lot of electricians who's doing great for themselves. Mm-hmm. We got big old homes, nice cribs. You know, shit. I think you being modest saying this is. <laughs> I think you being modest. <laughs> But hey, I digress. You know, I, I I digress. And and what I would say, man, I am truly er- and I'm uber proud of you, my brother. Uber proud of you, cause you know, what I mean, the thing you've d- the done, the things you've created, and not only that, what you spoke on earlier, saying how you know not having your father, you know, what I mean, it played a it played a big role in your in your life. I commend you, brother, cause. You didn't use that to do worse, but you did. You mm-hmm. did that to elevate. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And and you and you accomplishing all this knowing that you didn't have a man to raise you, and and I'm proud of you, because men mm-hmm. like you they don't make men like you often. So the things you're doing, I'm giving you your flowers, my brother. You know what I mean. Letting you know, I appreciate you. I love you, God. And there's many more greatness to come. And on your like, yesterday was your b day. I manifested yeah. infinite life, infinite wealth, infinite prosperity, infinite wisdom, infinite knowledge, infinite greatness, as you continue your journey on this wonderful earth man
1: yes, thank you,
0: thank you, and um,
1: I appreciate everything that you've done um like I said, I can't wait until it's time to give you your flowers, and I could talk about things that you have done, but the one thing I do want to say is. During this convo, you hear a lot of passion and a lot of energy coming from me. I don't disrespect anybody from any walk of life, but when it's time to do better, it's time to do better, right? And I think for me, it's the same energy that I push for myself to not allow me to fall victim to what society claims to be statistically correct black single-family home, urban environment, you're going to fail. Sometimes you need that energy and that force to kick back and push. You know, something that I remember, I forgot somebody, I forgot from where, but they kept saying, no matter how hard the road gets, keep pushing. Don't kick, don't stop kicking until the door breaks. Even if it means that your ankles are swallowed up and you have no fillings in your ankles, those will heal. But that door will open. Keep pushing till you can't push anymore. And I think that's the energy I bring to everything that I do. Like, keep pushing till you can't push anymore. Because there's days, I've, I was working with you, you heard me complain all the time. Like, yo, what the hell? Like, yo, man, I wish I did some of my life. You heard me complain all the time. Yeah, but listen, I said, bro, Whoa. we had
0: those, yo, know, that,
1: yeah. you know, that one day was hot as shit. Yeah. And I looked at you and I said, you know what? I Think I should have just did this with my life instead. But I said, But you know what? Give me a second. We got some water. And I said, Let's finish.
0: Yeah, we banged it out, man. We did our thing, bro. We did our
1: thing, man. Because even well, said, even if you're a doctor and you're operating on a patient or you're trying to help a patient out, you're gonna face obstacles. So
0: well, that's a fact.
1: What you gonna no? What you gonna say? Well, I should have become something else. That's not gonna help you when you're facing adversity and you have to overcome obstacles the thing that schools don't teach the young black youth is how to overcome obstacles and it's kind of hard to teach that because it's so so it's so dynamic you can't teach a particular way to overcome an obstacle the thing is to have belief in yourself you can't learn that listen you can learn electrical you could go to school learn electrical be a plumber and be a sheetrock individual but if you're not willing to apply what you learn and push yourself, you're going to fail. So it's not only learning the trade, but it's pushing yourself too. And that's the thing that we don't teach the youth is to continue to push. A lot of the youth, it's not like they don't want to learn. It's they don't believe anymore. Because no one is pushing them like, nah, brother, no, nah, sister. I think you could do this. And I think it's time that we change the narratives. Even if they want to become doctors, lawyers, electricians, plumbers dancers, rap, whatever they want to do, push. Think about it. When a child is coming, when a child is being born, right, and it's coming at the womb of the mother, what does the doctor say or what does the um, nurse say? Push, right? Yeah, push. When you benching, what did they tell you? Push, right? Push, yeah. Exactly. When your car stalled and the person said, help me move it, what do you do? Push, push right? Exactly. You don't pull. When they say fight off the enemy, you don't pull the enemy into you, you push the enemy off of you, right? So push, it's a verb that's underrated and underestimated. Well, and I think we
0: nice keep... you can pull them in and bite their ears off, but I digress. You didn't hear that from me. Okay, listen. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs>
1: That's a good counter statement to what I'm saying. But no, but for real, you have to push. That means that when you push, you have to create that space so you can breathe. When you're swimming, right, you're pushing against the water to keep your head above so you can breathe, right? Yep, pushing against the current. You pull in air and you have to push it out so you can empty your lungs so you can pull in more air, right? Correct. So we have to learn how to push forward.
0: Yeah, a lot of us are still learning that, you know, we still...
1: Myself
0: so, too, you know, myself too. Well, you know, life is life is a journey where you should never stop learning. You should be learning something new every day, even if it's something so minute. You should be learning something new every day. That's my train of thought. So I try to at least apply that in my everyday, my daily mm-hmm. life, trying to learn something new, even if it's something crazy, it's something I didn't know before. You know, mm-hmm. something I didn't know before. So. Information is key, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, information is key, man, to a lot of things, and mm-hmm. you can't you can't get shit done without info. So you need that info to know, you know, how to go about whatever you're trying to do or apply, whatever it may be, you know. And I ask you this, brother: What you got? Like, where you see yourself five, ten years down the road?
1: Five years down down the road, kicking back with a full family near retirement. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you.
0: Let's make that happen, brother.
1: Uh, you know, you know, you know what time it is.
0: Yeah, let's make yo, we already had those talks, so you already know, bro. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean? let's 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 make that happen, my G. Let's make that but happen, my G. Also, uh,
1: teaching, even if it's not Ooh, as a full time progression. I but like teaching.
0: that. I like that. Those
1: that come around me, whether I'm teaching you electrical, I'm teaching you life lessons, teaching. Professor, because, yeah, this knowledge it doesn't go with me once I pass. If I could pass it on to somebody else, who could pass it on to somebody else, I could build a whole village that way.
0: That's a fact.
1: We can build a whole village that way because not all about me. It's we
0: talk that talk, brother. Talk that motherfucking talk, bro. You know what I mean? I'm gonna have to agree with you on that. Also, brother. Uh, what is one thing I know? I told you to say one thing to the uh, babies, but is what is one thing you would like to tell the melanin community? Not the melanin community, but everybody who's melanin. What would you like to tell them? Look
1: at yourself in the mirror and love yourself. Don't let society tell you who you are. Facts. Love yourself. Facts. Whether you, the light is of the light or the dark
0: of the dark, you're still beautiful. Facts. You know what I mean? I'm gonna I'm gonna have to put this disclaimer out for this podcast is a foobo concept podcast. We for us by us. So I celebrate I celebrate people of melanin hue. Do not get angry if I don't celebrate any anyone else. It's not that I hate you guys, it's just I'd rather celebrate us first before I celebrate you. So mm-hmm. back to like I was saying, back to the schedule program. You know, um my brother, how would you like people to reach out to you? Because I know, you you know, you probably got social media, things of that nature. Because you know I got to get you back on in this podcast. This can't be yeah. the first or the last time.
1: Definitely. Well, to me, I only have Facebook. You could find me on Facebook. Just my first name, which is Alex, and my last name, Interfield, which is E-N-N-E-F-I-L-S. Um, that's, so, that's the only social media that I have. You could also send me an email, which is aennefils at gmail.com. So it's A-E-N-N-E-F-I-L-S at gmail.com. Those are the two best ways to reach me.
0: And is the MTA hiring at the present moment? Uh, they're always hiring. <laughs> hey, brothers and sisters who's listening, man. And you in the New York area, feel so free. You know what I mean? The brother Al gave you some info where you could reach out to him. You know, don't be calling the brother, but shoot, you know, shoot him, shoot him a message. He's like, yo. You know, can I use you? Yet? You know what I mean. But make sure you' are worth it. Yeah. There's nobody trying to give the reference. You know what I mean. You're you're a Flim, flammer. <laughs> flim flam worker. You know what I mean. We don't we don't need that.
1: You yes. know we
0: don't we don't need that around these parts. Also, what you got? What you what you currently working on? What you got going on that you would like to share with the people? Because you know you ain't telling about your poetry, but you know what I mean. I ain't gonna say nothing, but you know what I mean.
1: Oh, what I'm working on is it's just personal. More like, like I'm back um, signing up for swimming class. I could swim, but I don't know how to float. I know that sounds funny. So I'm actually <laughs> taking so I can't practice. swim at
0: all, bro. So you're better than me.
1: So I'm trying to learn how to float, keep myself above waters. Um, I actually want to get back into poetry. I started writing poems again. I would actually like to perform at an open poetry cafe, or open poem cafe, open mic, matter of fact, better choice of words. Um. And just mental, just working on my mental and trying to keep myself sane, learning how to communicate better. So just self improvement, basically. That's what I'm working on right now. To
0: be honest with you. Well, you know, I gotta commend you for being vulnerable a little early on, on, on the episode when you stated, you know, you are not having your father, and to share mm-hmm. that, you know, that's very, that's very huge of you, and to explain how you've learned to forgive. You're learning how to forgive each and every day. Like, I think that's mm-hmm. a huge. That's a lot of things us melanin men, we don't speak on a lot. You know what I mean? Because we like to touch shit. Yeah. We like to touch you in. So I commend you on that, my brother. Thanks. Thanks. You know what I mean? I, I commend you on that. You know what I mean? And, you know, folks, just know Alex is going to have a poetry book coming out. I'm manifesting that for the brother.
1: So <laughs> yeah, hey, you know,
0: if you need that, if you need help with that, I got you, my G. Definitely. You know, reach out to you. You know, I got you, my G. But, you know, my brother, you don't know how much I appreciate you coming in on the check-in, man. You know, I had to have you come on and give you your flowers. And I appreciate all the things you had to say and why it's important for us in the melanin community to, to you know what I mean, to pick up a trade. Why is it mm-hmm. important for us to have a trade? Because, you know what I mean, trades is what really got our people through in the earlier days. And trades is what's going to get us through. In these days, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they say, you teach a man how to fish, man. He can eat for a lifetime. So using your hands, you know what I mean? You could definitely benefit from it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, you don't know how much I appreciate you. I give you your flowers. I celebrate you and I honor you, my brother. Thanks very much. You know what I mean? And you already know this was another episode of Convos with Living Legends. I'm the God guy with many visions. Shout out. Shout out to our boy. The one and only Alex for on, for being in on the check in, and we out. Thanks. Peace. All right. Peace.